0: I really should have thought of something, and welcome to American Pale Males, your nerdy beer-tasting podcast. With you, as always, is me, Jeremy, and with me, as always, is my co-host. It's me, Michael. Did you think of something? Did I
1: just, like, completely take that out from under you? Uh, I was just gonna say, and with me, my co-host, he finally has a reason, he doesn't need an excuse, he's got the sign on his hands. I'm the one to abuse? (laughs) <laughs> I guess so. Uh, Is that Seven Mary Three? Collective Soul? Isn't that uh something about a chair? You are the one to our beers. No, wait, they sing A, a Chair in the Room, too, right? I don't know. <sighs> so I have actually
0: been thinking about these uh early 90s, like, B-level bands, like your A-level bands, or your Nirvanas, your Weezers, your Smashing Pumpkins, etc. But then there's all these ones that are like... Touring a lot now because all the people that grew up listening to them have disposable income and/or children that grew up listening to them with their parents. Mm-hmm. So this is your Alison uh Stone Temple Pilots. I think has two dead singers and is on mm-hmm. their third. Scott, yeah, cause Scott Weiland died a while ago, and then they had the guy from Lincoln Park for a while who also oh. passed away. And then like, so all these guys have like dead singers. It's turning out to be. But I also saw that like seven Mary three is still touring in Collective Soul, and because of that, while I was out running errands the other day, I put on rock one o eight, which I don't do i like <laughs> I like either listen to my own music or I listen to n p r in the car butt rock one o eight it is butt rock, and I'm seeing the uh this level of current music, so your five finger death punches, your shine downs, your seethers. And I'm wondering if they're going to turn into the Styx or Aria Speedwagon of the time. Oh. Because those bands were not critically adored by any stretch of the imagination, but they did sell tons and tons of records, and they're still touring. Now, obviously, selling tons and tons of records is not an option anymore, but (laughs) they are still touring, and I feel like these bands just are constantly playing the cell Center in Cedar Rapids. And... Yeah, it's it's weird that came to mind just now. I don't even remember how we got there.
1: <laughs> because we were talking about Days of the New. Oh, God. it's even See, that's a C-level band.
0: <laughs> they only had the one hit single, and I would put them in a the, uh, basket with Space Hog. <laughs> Space Hog, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: OMC. Do you remember it almost, how bizarre, yeah. Michael? Oh, God. How bizarre, how bizarre.
0: Ne, 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 ne.
1: Omar's Millionaire Club yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it stood for? I think so, yeah Oh my god, I never knew that
0: But Michael, how in the world are you? Wow, hit me with the beer brag
1: Yeah, Jeremy, hearkening to the FDR I got a somewhat related beer brag And it was one that I had with you recently Ah, yes, I was wondering if you were going to bring this up Yes, this is the Einger Einger? Celebrator A Doppelbach This is not the one I thought you were going to bring up Oh yeah, no. This one uh, kind of relates to FDR tangentially. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess that. I guess that makes sense.
1: You're right. And it was great. It had a really strong flavor. I found out. So if if the beer ends in a tor, uh huh, it's probably a Doppelbach. Oh, interesting. Pauliner, Salvatore, Spaten, Optimator. Okay, there you go. Things that. like that. So yeah, it was. Really strong flavor, dark, rich, caramely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they always have higher ABVs as their Doppelbox. But this one, nice and smooth. Still maintain that German smoothness to it. Um, it has a, in addition to those caramel notes. It has another flavor. And I, I always refer to it as licorice. And I was trying to think about it. That's not like the best Anus. comparison. I think a, something a little closer is bitters. Okay. Like, uh, you know... I know they have brand names of bitters, but Angostura. Um, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So some like an herbal, almost almost medicinal quality to it, like and kind of a dark fruit mm-hmm. tone to it. So it was really good. Um, one last thing I'll say about this one is that on their website for this, they have a um, flavor text, but most of that flavor text is a quote from the pope of beers, Conrad <laughs> Seidel. And it, he describes it as almost black with a very slight red tone, a sensational festive foam, and a truly extraordinary fragrance that at first summons up visions of Greaves lard. Okay. <laughs> the first taste is one of mild fullness with an accompanying coffee tone, which becomes more dominant with the aftertaste. Mild fullness. There's very little of the sweetness that is frequently tasted with Doppelbach beer. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah, try that one. It's good. It was really good. Good. Your beer bag, Jeremy.
0: While I was up in uh, up there in Madison last last two weekends ago, whenever I was up there, I went to a mall-ish sort of thing. It was, it was, it was a mall in Madison. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, my wife was looking at a store that I didn't care, and on the wall uh, there was an advertisement that said, there's a Total Wine right outside. So I was like, oh, hey. Now Mm. we we don't have to make two stops, so I just went out there (laughs) and went to the Total Wine, which for those not in the know is basically a Walmart, but with beer. Yes. It's insane. How have you never taken me to one of those, Michael? It's
1: nuts. Uh, That's a, I think the one you're talking about is pretty new. I actually haven't been to there yet. Well,
0: I'm already regretting my time there because I did not buy Pabst Hard Coffee, and it was, (laughs) it, it was there. Wow. But I did get Zombie Dust, which I'm pretty sure I've talked about on the show before, which is an IPA from Three Floyds. Um, oh. But the one I'd like to talk about is in honor of my adopted NFL team, the Green Bay Packers, Michael. I had Keeper Movin' by AL Asylum. Have you heard of this one? Mm-mm, no. I had an originally gotten it to potentially share with my father-in-law. But the Packers were not playing when we were there, so I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, beer description. This is from Ale Asylum, and uh, it says, Hey, Derek Guy, Charlie Barons here from the Banna to Walk Minute. I made a beer with my fellow cheeseheads at Ale Asylum over there in Madison. It's a light pilsner that's only available in Wisconsin, and perfect when you want a couple two-tree beers. You'll want to stock up because, holy cripes, winter is coming, and you don't want to be sober for that now there then yet. I added the last now there then yet, but uh, that well, you uh, service that uh,
1: flavor text very well with that hexen. That's it. That's pretty good.
0: Well, well, the reason why I did that is because that was written phonetically on their model. and <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. not only that, on the okay. can it has a whole bunch of like pro Wisconsin things like oh, and, uh Rodgers and Go Pack Go and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I got it because, you know, my uh my father in law is not necessarily one for like weird wild beers, but I was just like, Yeah, he respects a solid beer. And so mm-hmm. this was like I guess it's sort of listed like a light pilsner, but I didn't think it was. It uh it clocked in at four point two. So right about for, you know, a a pilsnery sort oh, yeah. of beer in the traditional style. It was really really crisp and really light the body was there though it i was really impressed with it michael i would uh i would highly recommend you check it out if you find it Hail asylum keep keep it moving keep her moving even moving keep her moving <laughs> you just gotta tr- you just just get tommy boy at the beginning of the movie stuck in your head <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah hey mikey quit playing with your diggy or you know <laughs> or no not not chris farley i uh, get dan Aykroyd from tommy boy in there Tenreco isn't Tommy Boy. Yeah, he's the uh, the guy who buys out the uh, the family. Oh yeah. And he's okay, got the he big kind of... weird hair. He shows up at the end.
1: Yes, yes. Now that you mentioned, he's at the end. And they go through okay. the factory, and Rob Lowe
0: gets hit in the balls with a bunch of stuff. <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh, I used to love that movie. You still should. It, it... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess I still do, but
0: it's it's. it's pretty close to a perfect movie as
1: far as i'm concerned like
0: it's still funny david spade not so much but man we lost chris farley far too soon mm-hmm. i'm sure he would have made a bunch of adam sandler-esque garbage but i would like to think he would have made some solid adam sandler-esque dramatic roles as well
1: how well, it could be especially how like uh comedic actors it's how they mm-hmm. roles have evolved as they get older yeah what would have happened to chris farley um what What's the secret? You told me you have some sort of oh, yeah. secret scoop or something. So, um, and this is 100% real. I
0: will I will tell you the source off air. Okay. But uh, an unnamed source, whose uh, gender shall remain anonymous in this, told me the other day that they were at a, a sort of like a belated Christmas party a while back. And attending this party was someone who works at a Budweiser distributorship. And mm. at the this distributor, brought in the as of yet released Bud Light seltzer, Michael. Oh yeah. So we have a uh, early review of this from someone who would know the seltzer world. I would give this okay. person the credit on that. Um, they uh, they had it, and the exact reaction was, "It's not mm. as good as a White Claw." Yeah. Oh and, interesting. And I was told an unnamed source who may or may not listen to the show, uh, gave me, you know, sort of a and is, I'm paraphrasing. The distributor said, Yeah, it tastes like expletive deleted,
1: uh, but get ready to see commercials for it. The, it yes. <laughs> they have the uh well, legally they don't have the distributor network, but mm-hmm. we really know they do have the distribution oh, of network. Do. And uh yeah, and they have the marketing, and mm-hmm. uh, once you have those, you can... You can do whatever you want. Dry prices low and uh, create demand.
0: <laughs> Josh Knoll brought up something pretty interesting on a recent tweet where he's just like, eh, White Claw has the benefit of actually being fairly good for what it is. It's like, yeah. if you don't like what it is, that's on you, but like like I said with that Wilson's Orchard seltzer, man, that was that was like drinking battery acid, man. It was terrible.
1: Mm. Yeah, the uh, Josh also mentioned the Bud Light seltzer, saying that the name has fallen so far. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just using the Bud Light name just to do whatever they want, basically, oh. just for you know, marketing and notoriety. It has no true cachet anymore, like as far as beer goes. Mm-hmm. It's just he had also, a label now.
0: He had also, ma- but he in that same thread, he also mentioned that uh, it's like that's not for nothing, man. The Bud Light Arita line is doing
1: very well. Right, yeah. Which, you know, Bud Light Arita, you know, that's, again, that's been around for a while. Not beer, but it's it's called Bud Light. An interesting metric will be the Super Bowl and how many Mm. beer commercials you see versus hard seltzer.
0: Michael, do you watch the Super Bowl? No. Okay,
1: I will. I am making a note of this
0: right now to... Because I'm pretty sure I can get wife of the show to help me out on this.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, what else do we got? Let's see. Jeremy. Michael. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it has. Before we get to the FDR, we forgot. I can't remember what I call this segment. Like Jeremy's painstakingly detailed Oblivion recaps. We were supposed to be doing them every week. And then doing a bonus episode in the middle of the week, but we haven't done it in a while. Um, well,
0: that's cool, because I've been playing a lot of Battlefield Five lately. <laughs> that's what I figured. <laughs> uh, when last we left, I believe I had... Uh, I keep wanting to say saying Quike, but I know that that's not the name of the town, that's the name of the yeast. Although it's spelled like a name that could be an oblivion.
1: Oh. Yeah, Steve and I always called it Crotch, because it kind of... Oh, like yeah. A, the V looks kind of like an R. Yeah. I think
0: it's Kvatch. That, thank you. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. crotch. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, crotch. I when last we spoke, I believe I had liberated crotch, um, <laughs> and I had gone up to I was I was doing something. I'm not. A, it's it's hard because I play this late at night when I need things to do, and I listen to Castle Metal, which is a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had gone into the sewers with Baris Baru, okay. Barusa. I don't know. I'm looking okay. for some books i got stuck at a part where like some cultists come out and they try to kill me and it made me angry so i stopped doing it for a little while and then i just decided to stop hiding and just go in and hit them with the sword and that worked yeah so now i have uh, gone through there i'm finally out of the main first town area the main castle area i don't know what you call it not syrodeal yeah that's it that is the name of the place the, the heart of the empire. Okay. The capital city. And I'm off to go find some cultists out in the mountain, Michael, but oh. as, as as happens, I've been distracted by side quests and what have oh. you, of course. So uh, when last we leave now, I am in the midst of that. Yes. Very good. Have you
1: joined a, a guild? I think so. There's the, the Thieves Guild or, Jeremy, if you want to get really dark, uh-huh. the Dark Brotherhood. I think that's what I joined okay i co i i joined something that's a pretty wacky group i I recommend you do that that's there's some it's a very satisfying storyline. Is, is
0: it a very heavy metal group Michael
1: yes they are okay that's cool and you do some crazy stuff i i can't, i
0: won't spoil it anyway It's gonna be a long time before I get through this game. I'm telling you that right now and who knows maybe by this time next year when we're doing uh the wintertime jeremy's rpg i'll finally have gotten to the witcher 3 which i received for christmas
1: oh yeah highly lauded title
0: i did play a lot of the witcher 2 but then i got stuck and quit because it was a free download so i was just like yeah whatever oh yeah nbd no big deal
1: but uh, michael is it is it time is it time for the fdr <laughs> where we find a beer drink a beer and rate a beer this week's beer it is from shell shells I believe the full name is August Schell Brewing Company is the official name, but it's simply called Bach, Bock, B O C K, German-style dark lager. And yes, we are continuing the American Pale Male's Dark Hole series where we have dark beers suitable for the winter time. Mhm. And I don't know about you Jeremy, but we got a finally got a dump of snow. So I feel like the series is now going to start Really kicking into gear. So
0: we were supposed to get a dump of snow.
1: Well, we got some snow. Uh-huh. I guess it wasn't a dump per se, but there's actually snow on the ground now as opposed to brown and green uh-huh. grass. Uh, let's do a bit of background here. Are you 21
0: or over, Michael? <laughs> Are I you am. fully fermented? Is that, what, is that? Did it ask that too? <laughs> That's what it asked on the
1: uh, Shells Brewery website, which I, I appreciate that. So uh, starting with the box style. Mm-hmm. Uh, It is a strong lager of German origin. It is a dark, malty, lightly hopped ale, first brewed in the 14th century in the town of Einbeck. Ooh. And um, it was adopted by other brewers, and the brewers in Bavaria had an accent, so they pronounced it Einbach instead of Einbeck, and that literally translates to billy goat or a billy goat. Interesting. And thus the beer became known as Bach. And that is why you may see goats. That's why there's goats on all of them. On Bach labels, like Yes, Shiner Bach. Yes, exactly. So I thought that was an interesting tidbit, and that's care of Wikipedia. Uh brief thing about uh also on Wikipedia on the August Schall Brewing Company. I won't go too much into the history here, but um, it's a brewing company in New Alm, Minnesota, founded in eighteen sixty by a German immigrant. And here's a interesting fact. Old brewery, obviously. Second oldest family-owned brewery in America after Yingling. Huh. And became the oldest and largest brewery in Minnesota when they bought the rights to Grain Belt in 2002. That's right. So.
0: I thought I remembered something about that. So, Michael, uh, before we get too much into the details of this specific beer, I mm-hmm. want to get your opinion on shells to begin with. Because in my mind... Yeah, I was going to say this, but it, go it's, on. It's one of those things where it's like the... Uh, how do I put this nicely? Because I can't really think of them. I think I conflate them with Point Brewery. Me too. Just the ones just like you always see and you're like... It's just like it's... The packaging is not necessarily, like, the fanciest or the most mind-blowing, although this can does look cool. I was going to say that
1: they might have updated in recent history, because it's not bad.
0: It, it just always struck me as, like, the bland local, like, we make a Bach, isn't that cool? <laughs> right, yeah. So I don't know why I'm just always, like, thinking it's, uh, shells, who cares? <laughs> right.
1: Well, I think, because both... Well, I don't know how old Point is, but it feels like they've been around for a long time, mm-hmm. and... They just do these standard things that are just kind of there. I feel like I've had, like, early on, it, you know, drinking craft beer, you know, when I didn't have that much perspective. huh. But even, I, I feel like I had shells or point early on, and it was just like, after that, I just, I didn't like it. And I just dismissed those right offhand. So that's why I thought it might be interesting to revisit this to see if it is tasty. Or if that stereotype that I've carried throughout the past decade to carry is is still true, Michael.
0: Uh, to answer our question on Point Brewery, okay, yes. Um, it is officially known as Stevens Point Brewery after yes. Stevens Point, Wisconsin. How old do you think Point Brewing is, Michael? Without looking,
1: you know, just the their advertising and their logo. Uh huh. I'll say 1940.
0: Okay, Michael, what if I told you that it is the fifth oldest continuously operating brewery <laughs> and the third oldest privately owned brewery in the nation? Right behind <laughs> the shells. Oh
1: wow. So like eighteen something then, yeah, right?
0: Eighteen fifty seven. It's oh it's pre antebellum, Michael.
1: <laughs> uh well well that's great that they're
0: still around. Oh, holy hell. I had no idea. It provided beer to the troops during the Civil War. <laughs> Civil War. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, uh, mazel Point Brewing. I yeah. I, uh, I apologize. But back to shells.
1: Yes. Well, so if anybody can make a Bach, it has to be these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope this turns out good. I mean, the Bach style never really, like... I mean, those Doppelbachs are amazing, but uh-huh. like a plain Bach, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But I'm kind of judging it ahead of time. So... Flavor text, a dark, amber-colored beer with a rich flavor and robust malt character that is commonly consumed in the coldest of winter months. Arbach is fermented slowly and lagered longer to ensure a smooth finish. Kick Bach and enjoy a cold one. (sighs) Yeah. ABV of 6.5 and 24 IBU. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm ready to crack this son of a gun open. Let's go for it. Uh, it is a, a rich amber. brownish, yeah, Brown amber. Not exactly really far down the dark hole here, mm-hmm. but it is a dark beer. Um, yeah, it's chestnut. That's a good way to put it. It kind of poured, like coming out of the can, it almost looked like a... Like a Dr. Pepper. Yeah, yeah. Like a water, yeah, exactly. like a Dr.
0: Pepper after the ice is
1: melted. <laughs> yes, yeah. Decent head on there. Yeah. And it smells... It smells balky. Crisp malts. Yeah. Pocky. Yeah. So nothing too offensive yet. Uh-huh. But is that a good thing? I don't know. Let's uh, go in for a taste and okay. see how it strikes our fancy. Sounds good. Yes. Um. It, it's kind of weird. Like The front flavor is actually pretty good. It has a really rich dark malt flavor. A little roast, a little caramel. But then... Uh the finish is really weird. Has a bitter quality to it mm-hmm. and not a hot bitter. And a a twinge of wanginess there, Jeremy, I think. So it, it starts good but ends bad, at least so far anyway. I get what you're getting at. That uh
0: the front end is very was very rich. And I don't yeah. like using that word, but I think it works. Um something for you to ponder. While we have this with these so called local craft brewers, would you call shells point craft brewers or just old brewers?
1: Hmm. I bet they would fit the definition of craft, but certainly like not modern okay. craft, I would say okay, how about this
0: antiquarian breweries <laughs> that that were wild in like nineteen fifty but yeah. I haven't okay so you so you the listener, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. Do we think that the defining characteristic of these, of these breweries, so Point and Shell are the ones that are in my mind, to a lesser extent, mm-hmm. Millstream, because I think they're actually pretty good. Do we think the defining characteristic is an inability to finish, much like Stephen King? <laughs> because all these beers, from all those breweries, they have a weird aftertaste. They always have a weird aftertaste. Something's just not right about them. So, ponder that while we drink this beer.
1: Yeah, and when you think about like the authentic German counterpart. Uh-huh. This finish that we're encountering here, I don't think you'd ever see in a a a true German beer. No, you have it's far so more crisp. So it's not crisp. the style. No. Yeah, it's not yes, the style. yeah. Yeah, and more this is this is a seasonal, but the recommended time is January through March, so Which, we're right on top yeah. of that. Um I think this was a good choice to start with, Michael, because
0: a, it's not you know the pitch black hole from which no light may escape,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's also you know, and I'm just gonna come out and be condescending. It's n- it's probably not as good as the other stuff we have in here, or at least in th- yes. in theory. So right. we don't have that untoward expectation. We're coming into this fairly blind, as far yeah. as the. What did we do last week? Newcastle. That's right. Okay, so yeah, we're just slowly getting darker as the days oddly enough get longer.
1: <laughs> yes. Generally, yeah. No, they are getting longer, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, you. Take you that. You got me. Um hmm. you know, I wasn't I wasn't expecting to be like too surprised or caught off guard, but I was just I was hoping it would at least be standard. Uh-huh. And I feel like it's Disappointing and it's like substandard <laughs> in some regard. Is it, is it just the finish that? It's it's really just the finish. But as I'm sitting here talking, I need water or something to get this really kind of nasty taste out of my mouth.
0: I wouldn't go that far. I think the lingering sweetness is probably what's doing it to you, because it does have a sugary sweet finish that lingers.
1: Mm. But it's just like yeah, there like, maybe it is sweetness. It's almost like the. There's a different quality to it, but it's the same vibe as, like, a high-gravity lager. What is that? Um, oh, uh, Steel Reserve. Steel
0: Reserve, yes. I w- I'm not gonna go that far. I heartily disagree with you on that. It is No, not... I don't
1: think it is the same, but I think it's like...
0: I I don't even think it's in the same ballpark.
1: You don't think so? Do you don't think there's a malt quality issue here?
0: I, I, I respectfully disagree with you.
1: Hmm, okay. What is it, then?
0: I think it's the sweetness. I I think that it's... I don't... Once again, I don't know if it's style or just the brewery, but I think it's stuck in a weird no-man's land where it's not an uncanny valley, but just like something that we're not used to. Because I actually kind of like this beer. I wouldn't... Hmm. It would definitely pass the reach test. Really? Oh, yeah. No, I'm just not... It would pass the reach test if... So I don't know about you, but I tend to have like... I rarely if ever go out to the store. I to like buy a specific beer. Right. Like it's just like I'm, I'm feeling an IPA tonight. Well, nah, good. Nothing yeah. nothing hazy. It's like, ooh, porter sounds good. You know, take your pick. If this was on sale, I would definitely buy a six-pack of this. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I th- I think that it's got a little heft to it. It's not like super boozy warming. You know, take your pick. But it is just the right amount of heft on it, and I like the malts on the front end. The back end is a little weird. I'll give you that. I don't know what it is. I I've expressed my thoughts on it already in rambling fashion, but I don't think it's a a a killer like you do.
1: Yeah, I just it really spikes on my tongue. I don't know.
0: When was this cant? Well, do we have a label on it? We do. Oh hey. <laughs>
1: How about that? You see yours? Uh, well, there's numbers there. I suspect one of those is a date. I think it's the top one is the date. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, which is old, but it's not like absurd. Because no, because
0: but... why in the world would you brew this beer at that point in time if you're if it's a January
1: through March seasonal? Do you think that's a a, a batch when it was um not canned but maybe barreled or not barreled but barreled. <laughs> uh. What's the word? Tunned? No. Brewed? Brewed? Yeah. And then, you know, because it's a lager, so it has to, you know, could be sitting there for three months fermenting. A born on date? Yeah. I mean, it could be for all I know. Because, I mean, mean, this is the seasonal for now. Yeah. So it's not like... But when did we exchange all these beers? That's what I was thinking, too. I I, I, I don't remember.
0: Remember? November. It was... No, it was like September. I was going to say it's been a while cuz didn't you bring these down at my wedding? Yeah, okay.
1: So, okay, so this might be a little old. But at the same time, the brewery is marketing it now. True. This is their now seasonal.
0: Maybe they're idiots. I mean, they've been around <laughs> since 19 or 1850, my 1860. Also technically pre-antebellum. But uh oh god, I hope I'm using that word properly. <laughs> You're saying uh, something very racist right I'm now. I'm not no. saying anything. Okay. <laughs> and ante- okay, pre-antebellum is an oxymoron. Antebellum, Latin for before war. I know post-antebellum because that's like the reconstruction. Oh, I see. So, so It's just an- so it's, it's, it's just just antebellum. antebellum. I'm an idiot. Okay. I haven't read any uh Southern 1860s stuff, although <laughs> I have been thinking, Michael. So it's like every now and then I just need a the great American novel, like a big epic saga. I think I might read
1: *Gone with the Wind* this year. Oh yeah, I've, um, I've seen the movie. Well, I yeah, never read the book. Know. Never read the book. It's a book as? Hmm.
0: Yes, it is as long and problematic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> File <laughs> accounts, yes. <laughs> I thought you were going for long, but then uh, partway through the, uh, it was like, oh no. He's asking <laughs> if it's got as many of the stereotypes in it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I haven't read it, but I'm assuming yes. I'm, yeah, I'm still going to read it, though. It's it's widely regarded as a classic, so mm. who am I to judge something I haven't
1: seen or read yet? And then once you read it, you can judge it. Partially. <sighs> exactly.
0: <sighs> we're, yeah. off, we're off topic yet again. How about we get yourself. back to the beer? Let's rate it, shall we?
1: Yeah, let's rate it. Um, well, you're up on it, so why don't you rate it first?
0: Well, okay, okay.
1: Well, up uh, relatively. I'm I guess. less down on it than you are. Yes, less down. Okay.
0: I think it's fine. I like that it's a. Uh, I think it's quaffable. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go in for a sip of judgment here while I collect my thoughts. Uh, Michael, tell me what video game you're playing right now, since I told you what I'm playing.
1: Oh uh, gosh, I'm not playing anything right now. But I'm watching speedruns because <laughs> game's done quick. Just dropped, so that's. That's as closest as to video games I'm getting right now. What what uh, game are they speedrunning? Uh, they just dumped a bunch of classics, so I've been watching a lot of uh, classic speedruns of uh, Nintendo, classic Nintendo games, such as uh, Mario, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers.
0: That's all, really. You're not gonna go weird, like. A Mega Man Two speedrun or something <laughs> horrific like that. Well,
1: I I just started watching today, so I kind of went with some stuff that I'm like familiar with, and then you know I I usually start. Oh, hey, it's it's the Pepsi Man game and oh <laughs> the Noid game and you know like, I've actually really... played
0: that Noid game. <laughs>
1: My friend had it on the Nintendo. Oh god, the game looks so whack. It's pretty awful.
0: We could never get past the first level. So he's like pounding around on like a. Uh, like a, a pogo stick with a big weight on the bottom, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Am I right on that?
1: <laughs> I think so. Okay,
0: but yeah, um, I I don't mind this at all. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's because I'm, you know, just sitting here. It's it's a nice warming little beer. I'm just having a good evening, Michael.
1: Okay, you know, right with your heart, everything's a factor.
0: I'm gonna give this a three point two five. It's by no means. A great beer and I sus- fully suspect that, you know, there are all manner of good doppelbach bock, what have you out there. But I don't got any problem with this one. I kinda like it. Hmm. Three point two five. What about you? Three point two five. Uh I'll take a sip of judgment here. I've also been uh slowly oh. harvesting uh strawberries on har- on harvest moon, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that other one. Uh,
1: not Silicon Valley. Oh my God! I was gonna say like rhubarb. I'm totally blanking on it too. Moonlight. It's Stardew Valley. Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah. What's your rating? So I'll say this: like that, the taste in this that I don't like has, like how I like the front part, mm-hmm. but not the the back part. Like the back part has slowly been intruding on the front part as I drink more and more of this. And I think that's a feature of most beers. Like they become more bitter as you drink them. Sure. But with this it's the whatever bad I'm tasting has been becoming more and more. So my rating has been dropping as I've been drinking this beer. And I think I'm going to land it at a oh, it's just a flavor I don't like. I don't know if it's some sort of Phooey. genetic recessive trait I have or a taste bud, but this is a 1.25. My God. I don't like it. I mean, I liked it at first. Maybe I could go higher because I, no, I did you, like no, it at how, first. No, 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 but no, no, no. But at the end here, I'm just sitting here like, ugh. Like, I was... For this the sip of judgment, it was kind of the choke down of judgment. It was not pleasant, so... Uh, Maybe I'm in the opposite mood you are tonight, and then it's just... Uh,
0: I don't have any... I barely have any snow on the ground. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> maybe,
1: that, maybe that... I don't know. But um, I was hoping that this would buck the uh, oldie-time brewery trend of shells and point being weird, and it didn't do that. I think it did.
0: I I honestly do, and I'm not... It's like... I'm not just trying to be difficult, because if I was, I would be upfront about that. I think yeah. that I've established that.
1: Well, that's why I thought you should go first too. So it's just not like uh-huh. you're being contradictory. You're, that was your established rating, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. May, uh, maybe this is something we have to explore further with the point brew or another one from Shells to see if if it's there's consistency or I don't know. Huh? Maybe it's a a, a bottle botch or a can botch in this case where mine was by a radiator or something in the beer store. I don't uh, know, a but. Bottle? Babotchel, yeah, but anyway, that's that's what it is for that's, now. That's another one down the gullet. We Michael. can follow up on it, yeah. How about you hit us with
0: these social media plugs? Dun, 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 dun.
1: Yes, APM Pod everywhere. Get in touch, APM Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash/APM Pod, emails directly, APMPod at gmail.com. Check us out on Untapped, where host Emeritus Mike keeps up with all of our ratings there. Thank you, Mike. A Rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. But, uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. So for Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I've been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. Cheers.